Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the Pro Football Chase podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. And joining me as we begin this brand new NFL season is former NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy. And Jarrell, it is a good time right now as we move into week number one of the NFL season. Preseason is finally in the rear view mirror, and we can focus on the actual matchups, including Thursday night when the Bucks host the Cowboys to kick things off. But before we get there, Jarrell, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing excited, really well on this uh, Labor Day weekend, bro. I'm excited to join the podcast. Uh, it's been a been a minute. Um, and I'm just excited to get back to some great things, bro. I'm excited to join your podcast. Ah, man. Well, appreciate your time as always. It's going to be a good one, you know, to to kick off the podcast. Week one feels good to get back on the mic and chop up some football. But Jarrell, Thursday, September 9th, coming up in four days' time, the Cowboys will travel to Tampa and take on Tom Brady and the reigning Super Bowl 55 champions, now, there was some news that broke early this morning, and it wasn't such good news for the Cowboys. Zach Martin, the all-pro right guard, he is out for Thursday night's game because he tested positive for COVID-19. So he's on the reserve list. And then Lyle Collins, the starting right tackle, he's been dealing with a stinger in his neck. Good news there. He was cleared to resume practice today, and he's expected to play but nonetheless, Jarrell, when you're going to Tampa to take on that daunting front seven of Sue, Vita Vea, Golston, your boy, David, Devin White, and then the first-round pick, Joe Tryon, it's certainly going to be a tall task. Absolutely. What you want to do is, is be able to keep the ball away from, first and foremost, Tom Brady in this prolific offense, but then you also want to make sure that you're slowing down this uh, amazing pass for us at JPP, Vita Vea. Golston and uh, and Sue and others, man. I mean, they've had a rookie uh, this past offseason that's been causing a lot of havoc um, as well as they're adding to their front seven. So at the end of the day, you want to be able to slow this pass rush down with a good running game. And and Dallas definitely wants to be able to get that done. And so I think with uh, with Zach Martin being out, it's definitely going to have a, a, a big uh, it's going to have a big impact on the, the Dallas running attack. Well, the Cowboys are also going to be debuting a new defense under Dan Quinn. A lot of moving parts. Micah Parsons, of course, the first-round draft pick for the Cowboys, who's looked really impressive throughout preseason and the training camp. But, Jarrell, you know, it's going to be an interesting matchup on the outside. Right now, Dallas, outside of Trevon Diggs, 
They're not a very proven secondary. A lot of young guys out there. I know Maurice Kennedy has looked pretty good. The corner that opted out of the 2020 season at safety. They have DeMonte KZ, Malik Hooker, and then, of course, Donovan Wilson, the hard-hitting safety. So my area of concern for Dallas in this matchup is trying to slow down Tom Brady in that Buccaneers offense. I mean, high-octane offense with Mike Evans, Godwin, Antonio Brown, O.J. Howard, who's fully healthy, Cameron Brait, and then, of course, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. So this is a Super Bowl team that returned pretty much their entire starting 22 this year. So it's going to be a big challenge for this Cowboys team, especially with Dak Prescott, who is going to make his season debut, didn't play in the preseason. It'll be his first game action since suffering that serious ankle injury last October. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the Dallas Cowboys have their hands full week one, man. But I think this is what you want. Um, you know, being America's team, being highlighted in hard knocks this past offseason, uh, you got all the eyes on you. I think at the end of the day, they've got a nice receiving core that's going to be able to push the ball down the field offensively. But, you know, going up against Tom Brady in this in this offense and Dallas being young in the secondary, they're going to have to mix it up in the front seven. Um, they're going to have to be able to get pressure with their linemen, with their linebackers as well. Um, and they've showed a lot of that in the preseason, being able to affect the pass rusher. I mean, being able to affect the passer with their pass rush um, and their style of blitzing. So I think that that's going to have to be the formula for them moving forward. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to have to come down to the offense and the way that they control the line of scrimmage and being able to keep the football away um, from Tom Brady and um, limiting, limiting his possessions. Well, I'll tell you what, Jarrell, I'm going to get into my pick for this game right now. And I know it's looking, obviously, in the Bucks' favor on Thursday, but you know me, Jarrell. You know I got to ride with my Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to call on Demarcus Lawrence. He needs to have a bounce-back season this year. I know he was banged up last year with a list of different injuries. He needs to be a big part of that Cowboys pass rush, getting to Tom Brady, flustering him, as well as Randy Gregory to get after Brady. So, I'm going to pick the Cowboys here, Jarrell, to nobody's surprise. 30-27. to 27. I expect this to be a pretty high-scoring game. i got to roll with my Dallas Cowboys, despite Tom Brady and the Buccaneers being a stacked team. Yeah, man. I, I honestly think it's going to be a shootout, man. I think that Mike McCartney's going to find ways to get the football down the field. Um, you still got to remember that even though Tampa Bay had a lot of uh, success um, in the defensive area last year, they were still young in their secondary. A lot of their Pro Bowl players or the, a lot of their prolific players were also young players. So obviously, you know, they're going to have another year under their belt. They had a lot of success in their first year playing with Tom Brady, but now the stakes are higher. And so I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. Um, in a shootout, it's going to be 34 to 31, um, and I'm going to take Tampa. All right, so we're divided on that opening matchup. It should be a good one. I cannot wait for Thursday night. Now let's go to move to Sunday's slate of games, Jarrell. The first game I have here listed is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons, and it's going to be a debut for new head coaches, Arthur Smith for Atlanta, and then, of course, Nick Sirianni for the Philadelphia Eagles. This game will be played in Atlanta. Jarrell, you know, Jalen Hurts was officially named the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. They went out and acquired Gardner Minshew to back up Hurts. 
And you look at Atlanta, you know, Kyle Pitts going with that stud tight end hybrid. They traded Julio Jones, but Calvin Ridley is expected to be that number one and continue to be the top target for Matt Ryan. So this is kind of an interesting game, two unproven teams. But I got to tell you what, even though I have disdain for those Philadelphia Eagles, Jarrell, I'm going to pick them to win this one, 27-23 over the Falcons, just based on that defensive line that Philadelphia boasts. You talk about Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, and then they went out and signed Steven Nelson, who's a viable number two corner. Right now, Atlanta just looks too uncertain, especially on defense. I know Matt Ryan is still playing at a high level, but Jalen Hurts, I look for him to get things going on offense, and i like them to escape Atlanta with that 27-23 win. Yeah, I'm going to also roll with you with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're going to squeak in and uh, squeak by on this one. I'm actually going to go with a late-game field goal, 24-21. Um, I just think that a defensive line is going to find ways to create one or two turnovers, whether that be via fumble or uh, via interception off of Matt Ryan. Um, we know that Arthur Smith, you know, is very well is very good at, at incorporating the tight ends and uh, pushing the ball down the field in the play action game. But I just don't necessarily have confidence in the running game. So I'm going to roll with Philadelphia um, in a score of 24 to 21. Next game on the docket here, Drill. This is going to be a dandy Steelers at Bills in a nice matchup to open up, especially in that conference AFC two powerhouses. The Bills handled the Steelers well last season, winning 26-15 after pulling away in Buffalo. You know, Josh Allen inked that mega extension. And then Big Ben returning for another year. So, Jarrell, when you look at these two AFC contenders, Bills, Steelers, who do you like in this matchup? Man, to be honest with you, this is going to be a coin flip, um, you know, because both teams are, 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 are coached well and they do and they don't make a lot of mistakes, especially defensively. And so, you know, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers that have been historical, great defense and Buffalo Bills that have come on oh, as over the last decade as far as their defensive play. It's been phenomenal. Um, I think the big thing for me is just going to be, you know, the Buffalo Bills and controlling the 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 the, the offense. I think. You know, they can push the ball down the field. Josh Allen has a big arm. He's going to have his stats as far as putting the ball in the air. But it's always going to come down to how that running game is going to be. Um, and I think at the end of the day that I'm going to – I'm actually going to roll with the Pittsburgh Steelers to come in and um, and get a and get a nail-biter, man. I'm going to take them 30, uh, 31 to 24 um, on the road. I think that Big Ben is going to find a way to come in and make some noise. And um, this defense is just going to find ways to make plays. Well, I'm going to oppose you here, Jarrell. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills in a close game. I'll take them 26-20 to over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I will say I'm very excited to see uh, Najee Harris, the first-round pick for the Steelers, run the rock. He's looked really good in training camp in the preseason. But I'll tell you why I'm going to give the advantage to the Buffalo Bills, and it's because of that secondary led by Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Levi Wallace. I look for them to get a couple of interceptions off Ben Roethlisberger because of the pass rush that is going to be generated up the middle of that defensive line. Ed Oliver, Starlotu Laley, who's back after opting out last season. Of course, Tremaine Edmonds. That defense in Buffalo, led by Leslie Frazier, I think they'll be the difference in this matchup, Jarrell. And they're going to be at home, right? You know, Bill's Mafia is going to be out in full force, slamming tables, trying to make up for last year because, of course, COVID, there weren't any fans allowed for most of the season. So give me Buffalo in a close one by six 
over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now we'll go on to another intriguing matchup here, Jarrell. Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Your brother, Kirk Cousins, taking on Joe Burrow, who's working his way back from that ACL tear last year. I like this matchup, man. I mean, both teams look like they have some talent. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Minnesota Vikings just based off experience. I think, um, you know, obviously uh, you've got Joe Burrow coming back from injury. I think their offense is going to do well. You know, they've got Jamar Chase on the outside and, and being able to push the ball down the football field um, with uh, with him and Higgins. But I just think at the end of the day, the Minnesota Vikings, this defense, um, you know, Mike Zimmer, what he's able to accomplish. Um, and then coming back to his old stomping grounds, I think that Kirk Cousins gets the play action pass rolling. Um, and Dalvin Cook's able to run the ball and be prolific on the edge. So I'm gonna roll with the Minnesota Vikings and and um, in a in a in a where in a in a big upset, uh, 28 to 10. I'm gonna take the Vikings as well, Jarrell. And uh, I spoke with Michael Pierce earlier this offseason, the defensive tackle, big free agent signing that Minnesota inked last year. Of course, Pierce himself was one of those COVID opt-outs. He's back in full force. Of course, they went out and signed Patrick Peterson this offseason, Anthony Barr. I mean, this is a defense that's pretty loaded. They locked up Harrison Smith to a big-time extension. So I look for this Minnesota defense to give Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor's side quite a bit of issues on Sunday when they meet. Now, I like Minnesota. I'll give them a 31-20 advantage over Cincinnati, but I am intrigued by what Jamar Chase and T. Higgins can accomplish going up against that Viking secondary. But in the end, when you also consider Dalvin Tomlinson, another run-stuffing defensive tackle that Minnesota has at their disposal, I just think it's going to be too much for that Bengals offense. They'll overwhelm them even if they're playing in Cincinnati. So give me the Vikings in that one by 11 now the Niners taking on Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions Dan Campbell making his head coaching debut for the Lions and here's another intriguing development with Kyle Shanahan and the Niners Jarrell is they have yet to name a starting quarterback there's rumors out there that Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance will both actually split time during the regular season I don't know how much I buy that just because of the lack of momentum and the chemistry that that offense would fail to obtain if there's two quarterbacks rotating in and out. But nonetheless, I think it's safe to say that San Francisco is the clear favorite in this one. Yeah, absolutely, man. This defense, um, this uh, what they've been able to do this past offseason, uh, as far as the offense and Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance, I think you know the quarterback situation is going to be what it is. I think they have a good problem on their hands because they've got two guys that bring a two – uh, different styles of play to their offense that's a benefit for them. Um, you know, Trey Lance and having that big arm mobility with his legs, um, Jimmy Garoppolo with his decision-making and having the experience uh, being breaded uh, by a Super Bowl quarterback. I think, you know, San Francisco has a very good problem on their hands. Um, and I'm just going to roll with Jimmy G to start the first, to take the first snap, man. Uh, I think they're going to dominate against uh, a, a quarterback and an opponent that they've seen uh often and I think uh, out there in the NFC West and so I'm just going to roll with the San Francisco 49ers to dominate this one um, and the score 31 uh, to 14. Now of course Jared Goff the new Lions quarterback is familiar with the Niners when he played with the Los Angeles Rams a divisional foe that faced quite a bit during his tenure there with Sean McVay however 
I am going to go with the Niners as well. I just think that dynamic offense, the run game, you know, Raheem Mostert is healthy to go along with Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle. I think it'll be too much for a young and inexperienced Lions defense to overcome despite Aaron Glenn being the new DC there. I think he's going to do a fantastic job. But Kyle Shanahan is going to scheme up a game plan to get out of Detroit with a victory. 24-13, I'll take San Francisco to knock off the Lions. Now, Cardinals at Titans, Jarrell. This is a fun one as well. You know, Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury taking the road to Tennessee to take on a Titans team that bolstered themselves as legitimate contenders after acquiring Julio Jones in the offseason I'm really excited, man, to see how this Julio Jones, A.J. Brown duo is going to do. Man, I'm very excited about this one. I'm intrigued by the matchup. I'm intrigued by both teams because they both added some firepower this offseason. Um, they both got better. Um, I think at the end of the day, what it comes down to is the Tennessee Titans being able to run the football against Arizona. I think Arizona is going to bolster well up front. Um, if you got Chandler Jones coming back from injury and being able to establish his dominance as a as a premier pass rusher and defensive land slash outside linebacker, um, that they're going to have a shot. Um, what it's going to come down to is Tennessee being able to pass rush against Kyler Murray. Um, but I think that that's what they they've upgraded having uh, Bud Dupree as a free agent signing. So I'm going to roll in a close one, man. I, I think this is going to be a closer game than people give credit for. I'm going to roll with Tennessee 28-27. Our- pick here drill is pretty similar i'm also going to go with the titans in this one 34 27 i expect it to be a high scoring affair derrick henry look for him to get 25 plus carries in this one i think that tennessee offensive line now taylor lewin is back fully healthy that's going to be a major boost for that titans offense and then defensively though i will say that that young secondary for tennessee is going to be tested by deandre hopkins out on the perimeter to go along with A.J. Green and Rondale Moore, the rookie. So there's going to be some openings for Kyler Murray in this Cardinals offense to put up some points. But when the dust settles, I like Tennessee to get the job done. 34-27 in a barn burner in Nashville. So now we'll go ahead and discuss this Seahawks at Indianapolis Colts matchup. Now Carson Wentz. Quentin Nelson, both of them underwent foot surgery, and the Colts are optimistic that both of them will be available to open the season against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. So again, this is another matchup that there are two teams that are expected to make a push in the postseason, Russell Wilson, and then of course, a lot of eager fans in Indianapolis waiting to see Carson Wentz once again in a Frank Reich offense. Man, I definitely I'm excited, too, man. I think Indianapolis is probably the one of the only few teams I've seen in the last decade get just so many premier passers uh, at the quarterback uh, position. So, uh, I mean, Indianapolis has got to figure out something, man. And um, I think that Carson Wills has opportunity to do something well. Obviously, when you got a left guard like Quentin Nelson and what he's able to do and and the dominance that he brings to the table, um, you should have some comfortability back there. Uh, I think Seattle is just going to come down to whether or not they can make enough plays um, and wh- who they're going to stop on the defense. Um, Seattle is always in these shootout out, you know, style of games. So I'm going to actually roll with the Indianapolis Colts in this one, man. I think that they're going to run the football well and they're going to keep Russell Wilson off the field. And so I'm going to roll with these guys and a score of 27 to 20. 
I'm also going with the Colts in this one, Jarrell. 27-24 over the Seahawks with a game-winning field goal by Rodrigo Blankenship. And I will go with Indy because Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, that 1-2 running back duo is going to be a lot for Seattle's front to deal with. And of course, Indianapolis's offensive line is one of the best in the NFL. They'll be able to control time of possession. I look for Carson Wentz to connect with Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris Campbell for most of the afternoon, making life difficult on that Seattle secondary that is pretty much a new makeshift method. You know, we saw them sign another corner this morning, Blessuan Austin from the Jets. I just think Indianapolis at home, in front of their home fans, a defense led by DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard, it'll be enough to get that Colts a week one victory over the Seahawks. Now, LA Chargers traveling to Washington to take on Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Washington football team. I like the Chargers to come out with a victory, Jarrell, in this game, 20-16. to 16. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair because, first and foremost, you have to give respect to that Washington defense, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. I mean, Landon Collins is fully healthy, so it's a nasty defense that Jack Del Rio is going to put on the field against Justin Herbert and this talented Chargers team. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. However, in Brandon Staley's head coaching debut for the Chargers, I think that Herbert is able to do enough through the air to his targets like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams to come out with a narrow victory 2016. Man, I'm actually going to take the Washington football team in this one, man. I think that they're going to run the football well. I think that they're going to have a great uh, play-action pass game on the outside. Um, and they're going to find ways to protect Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I think that's this defense finds ways to to get back there to Justin Herbert, and they create a couple turnovers via pass or fumble. So I'm going to roll with the Washington football team, and I have a nail-biter as well. Um, I've got them winning in the score of 17-10. Jets at Panthers. So Sam Darnold gets his first crack at his former team, Jarrell. And, of course, Zach Wilson, the highly touted prospect, is going to get his first NFL start against Matt Rule's team. Who do you like in this matchup right here? 
I'm actually going to roll with the Jets, man. I like what I've seen with the with Zach Wilson throughout the uh, preseason, his decision-making, moving in the pocket, uh, being able to, uh, to extend the drives. Um, he looked very well on third down, looked very comfortable. And that's not the high, you know, you're not, you're not talking about rookie quarterbacks feeling comfortable on third down in the National Football League. So he looked very good throughout the preseason. So I'm actually going to roll uh, with the New York Jets to get a win um, uh, on the road um, in a nail biter, man, uh, 21 to 20, uh, 17. Not so fast, as my boy Lee Corso always states, Jarrell. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers and Matt Rule to get this victory, led by a dominant defensive performance by Jordan Chun, the standout safety. I really think that Sam Darnold is going to have a nice afternoon going up against a Jets secondary that is sort of depleted. They're still looking for an identity back there. And despite them having a solid front seven, you know they lost Carl Lawson to that Achilles. So they're dealing with some injuries. I like Sam Darnold to get comfortable, get that run game going with Christian McCaffrey. Of course, Joe Brady dialing up the plays. But it's going to be the dominance of that front seven that Carolina is putting out on the field to go along with Shaq Thompson and Brown, who's uh, in at defensive tackle. I'll take them in a close one over Zach Wilson. I think they force a couple of turnovers on the rookie signal caller, giving Carolina a 23-21 win as Sam Darnold gets some vengeance on his former team. It should be a fun one. But on we go to the next one. Trevor Lawrence officially making his NFL regular season debut. They're going to go to Houston to take on a rebuilding football team, Jarrell, that has been in the news outlets because of Deshaun Watson. We know that they parted ways with J.J. Watt. They have a new head coach, new GM, David Culley. So do you think Jacksonville has enough with Urban Meyer making his head coaching debut to get the win? Yeah, absolutely, man. I think Urban Meyer is one of the best play callers, um, situational uh, play callers in the, in the National Football League or coaching for um, uh, overall, for that matter. Um, I always like his decision making. So I think that he's going to find ways to get Trevor Lawrence in positions to make plays, uh, utilize his deep football uh, down the field. And I think that they're going to find ways to uh, I mean, just Houston has so many problems and I think they're just going to find ways to, to affect the passer and um, they're going to find a way to squeak in and, and, and get out a win, man. I'm going to take them in a close from 24 to 21. I'm taking Jacksonville as well, 24-17. So some of our, our scores coming in pretty close, Jarrell. I just think that Trevor Lawrence will be able to take command of this offense going up against the Texans defense that is still looking to really catch their footing. You know, Tyrod Taylor is going to be under center for Houston. Just I think there's a lot more questions going on in Houston than solutions at this point. And while I expect Houston to come out swinging, and they're not going to go down easy, but Josh Allen for Jacksonville, the defensive end, look for him to have a big game as well. It's enough to propel Jacksonville to get that first victory with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. They'll take it by a touchdown over the Texans. Now, big-time matchup, 425 p.m. Eastern time on CBS Browns going to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. This is going to be an absolute barn burner to take in Jarrell. Who do you like here? Man, I can't believe I'm saying this. I like the Browns, bro. I like the Browns. Okay, okay. I like the Browns because of the running game. I like the Browns of them being able to control the offense. And realistically, I like the Browns because of their front seven. 
what they've been able to do as far as this past offseason. Um, and they honestly added uh, they honestly added some firepower. Malik McDowell, man, a, a second round draft pick from Michigan State. Um, one of my former brothers um, was out the league for a while. Um, and was able to come back and, and regain um, a, a top position in their defense that's already um, doing well. So I think at the end of the day, this defense uh, causes enough havoc up front. Um, and and they and at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes just needs to make one mistake, man, because that's at the end of the day, uh, the, the Cleveland Browns are one win away from uh, uh, from competing for Super Bowl. So I think the Cleveland Browns are going to come out and, and make a, a really big run at this thing. So I'm going to take them in a high-scoring affair, 34-31. to 31. I'm going to roll with Kansas City at home. I think that home field advantage is going to give them the slight edge over Kevin Stefanski in a talented, stacked Cleveland Brown side. Now, you talked about that front seven. They added Jadavion Clowney in free agency. He's now going to be opposite of Miles Garrett. So they have a scary pass rush. However, I'm going to note right now, Jarrell, that Kansas City and Brett Veach did a fantastic job this offseason completely rebuilding that offensive line, acquiring Orlando Brown from the Ravens. He's now their new left tackle, going out and spending big in free agency and solidifying the guard position, drafting Trey Smith as well, Creed Humphrey at center. So this Kansas City offensive line is rebuilt, restructured, and they're going to hold up very well, I believe, against a very ferocious pass rush that the Browns are going to bring at them. Patrick Mahomes, I can't go against him at home. It's week one. He's going to have Clyde Edwards-Alaire back fully healthy in the backfield. And of course, you know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, those guys are going to be ready for the big game. Hopefully, they'll get the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, off the COVID list in time for week one's game. It's going to be a great game all around, Jarrell. And I can see the Browns easily taking this one, but I'll give it to the Chiefs. 26-23, Harrison Butker puts in a game-winning field goal as time expires. Now we'll go to another game. Dolphins, Patriots, AFC East Divisional Clash to open up the new year. Jarrell, who do you like with Mac Jones, the number one quarterback for the Patriots? I'm actually going to take the New England Patriots. I think at the end of, I think at the end of the day, they're still set up to make uh, good decisions and make big plays, man. Their defense is going to boast well. I think at the end of the day, you still got Bill Belichick, man, back there doing making all the decisions. So, I think that Mac Jones is going to find a way to 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 do well in the play action pass, and they're going to control the football. Um, the biggest thing is 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 stopping Toa uh, Toa Toa Bailoa his uh, his passing attack um, down the football field. Man, I, I just murdered his name. Apologize, <laughs> I apologize. But listen, I just think at the end of the day, um, you know, he's he's got a deep ball, and that's been great for his passing offense. But he's going to be able to he's going to have to work a defense down the field. So. This is where I like the Patriots and being able to come up with some interceptions. And I'm going to take them in a dominating effort of 34 uh, to 20. All right. So you're taking the Patriots big. I'm going to take the Patriots as well in this one, but a little bit closer margin now. I know it's big news that Stephon Gilmore is going to be sidelined for the first six weeks of the season. That secondary is going to have to rally around J.C. Jackson, who has stepped up huge in the secondary for the Patriots. And then, of course, the signing of Matt Judon was tremendous and very significant for this Patriots defense as they continue to just stack talent there in Foxborough. I also like Chase Winovich. I like the way that they're able to play at the linebacker spot now that Dante Hightower and Juwan Bentley is fully healthy. 
I do believe they're going to get after Tua, and Miami's number one concern right now entering the season, Jarrell, is indeed that shaky offensive line. That is going to be the downfall for Tua and this offense. I look for New England to get after them, and Mac Jones has played with some poise in the preseason. He looks calm, cool, collected. I like him to get the job done and do enough offensively with that rushing attack for the Patriots to get the victory over Miami 23-17 in front of their home fans. Packers at Saints. Jameis Winston named the starting quarterback for New Orleans as they look to move past the Drew Brees era. This game is going to be played at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium, of course, following Hurricane Ida and its toll in New Orleans. So they're going to relocate to a warmer area. You know, the Packers are going to be excited to get things going. Aaron Rodgers is returned after an offseason of uncertainty. Jarrell, I have a good idea of who you're going to take to win this game, but I'll go ahead and ask you anyways. All right, man. You know I'm rolling with the Saints. No, I'm just joking. But you know I'm rolling rolling with the Pack. Um, To be honest with you, I'm rolling with the Pack based off the change of location, man. I thought that the New Orleans Saints, if given a regular situation, um, you know, uh, uh, regardless of as far as the, the hurricane, I think that they – if they were in a normal situation where they were playing in the dome, that they would have a very good home field advantage heading their way. Um, but being out there in the sunshine state of Florida, um, Aaron Rodgers is definitely uh, coming off a phenomenal offseason in which he didn't take as much stress on his body, um, but definitely got paid. I think at the end of the day, I'm going to roll with Aaron Rodgers and, and, and his dominance and uh, being able to pick apart this New Orleans secondary. Um, I think they're going to make their plays, but I just I just feel that the Packers are going to have too much offensively and they're going to find ways to uh, get the ball off of Jameis Winston's hands. We have to see whether or not um, he's corrected his turnover uh, his turnover issue. So I'm going to roll with the Packers um, 37 to 31. Yeah, we'll see what Jameis Winston shows up on Sunday. And for the New Orleans Saints and Sean Payton, they're certainly confident in Jameis Winston's ability to move this offense. You know that Michael Thomas is out for the first six weeks of the season because of that foot surgery he underwent so they're going to look to guys like Marquez Callaway and really Olvin Kamara to carry the load for that offense but I'm also going to have to go with Green Bay in this one they are just stacked offensively you know Devontae Adams Aaron Jones and then defensively they have the Smith bros coming off the edge it's just a little bit too early of a decision for me to go with an unproven Saints team considering all their injuries and the guys that they have going in and out of that organization. And then, of course, Jameis Winston, he's a big question mark. What type of performance is he going to put on against Green Bay? So I'll go with a more solidified team and Aaron Rodgers. Give me Green Bay 31-27. I think it'll be close and some might anticipate but I'll go with Green Bay in that matchup now. Broncos at Giants. Teddy Bridgewater under center for the Denver Broncos. And so I'm excited and eager to see how he's going to look with a talented offense. They're taking on the G-Men at MetLife Stadium. Jarrell, who are you going to take in this one? I like Denver. I like Denver because of uh, Teddy Bridgewater and his decision-making. Um, doesn't cause a lot of turnovers. I like the return of Von Miller. Um, I like the return of their pass rushers and Chubb. I like I like everybody uh, as far as their guys on the outside. Um, and I just think at the end of the day, these guys are going to have fun. They're going to find ways uh, to affect the pass rusher on the other side. Um, you know, will we see she- uh, Saquon Barkley back at a high level? Um, you know, Daniel Jones, can he limit his uh, fumble mistakes? We're definitely going to see. 
um, you know, this upcoming Sunday, but I'm going to roll with the Denver Broncos um, and a score of 21 uh, to 17. No joke, Jarrell. That's the same exact prediction that I have for this game. 21-17 to Denver. I like the Broncos here because that defense, they are going to be a nasty group of players. You know, Von Miller's back. Yeah, Chubb is back. And then they went out and they drafted Pat Sertan to add to an already talented secondary that they have brewing. You know that Vic Vangio, his calling card is on that defensive side. I just think that they're going to fluster Daniel Jones, and the Giants are still trying to find out if Daniel Jones is a solution at quarterback. He's a guy that struggles with turnovers, and this Broncos defense ought to be licking their chops to get after him. Barkley, we're not sure about his availability in week one. If he does play, he could be limited. I know they have Kenny Galladay, who they added on offense. They have a couple of new pieces on defense as well, but give me the Broncos 21-17 in a rather low-scoring affair at MetLife Stadium. Now we're going to move to the nightcap on Sunday night. Bears at the Rams. You know a lot of Bears fans have been clamoring for Matt Nagy to go with Justin Fields to begin the new season, but they're sticking to its guns, sticking with Andy Dalton, the veteran, over Justin Fields, which I think is a pretty wise decision, Jarrell, going up against that Rams defense led by Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. I just want to let you guys know that this is the best decision that you can make for a football team starting out week one. Because of the simple fact that you have the new, uh, you have the Los Angeles Rams, who has a daunting defense, one of the best pass rushers of all time, one of the best defensive backs of this last decade. And so, like, you definitely don't want to put your rookie quarterback out there in that situation week one on the road. So I'm going to take the veteran quarterback with Andy Dalton as well. But as far as the score, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams. I think that these guys with Matt Stafford and, and what now brings to the table um, is, is the is the exact piece that these guys needed in order to be successful. So I look forward to Robert Woods um, and, and these guys, Cooper Cup and those guys having uh, big plays on the outside. And I'm so excited to see this Rams offense now with a uh, with a quarterback that understands what they need. So I'm going to go with the Rams in this one um, in a score of 34. And I'm going to take them 34 to 28. I'm taking the Rams in this matchup 27-16. I know that Bears defense is uber talented as well. Khalil Mack, Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith, Akeem Hicks. Those guys are, are to not be taken lightly, right, with Eddie Jackson anchoring that safety position. But the Rams, too talented. They're at home, SoFi Stadium. I'm sure it's going to be packed out. Matt Stafford making his primetime Rams debut. And look for uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Tyler Higby, those guys are going to be working seamlessly throughout the course of the evening. We know they lost Cam Akers, and that really sucked because he was going to have a great sophomore season. So Daryl Henderson's going to be the guy that's going to lead their backfield. But Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, that defense is going to be the difference going up against Andy Dalton and that Bears offense. So 27-16, I'm taking the Rams to win that one now. To close out week one, Monday Night Football, the Baltimore Ravens will travel to Las Vegas to take on John Gruden's Raiders. I actually think this game's going to be closer. I know a lot of people are taking the Ravens here, as am I. I'm going to give Baltimore a 28-24 win over the Raiders, but let's not forget that Vegas has that run-first identity, a big-time offensive line. Josh Jacobs, they added Kenyon Drake. 
to be that number two back. So I think they're actually going to challenge Baltimore in week one. J.K. Dobbins is done for the year, so it'll be Gus Edwards. But when everything is taken into consideration in Baltimore's defense, I look for them to come through with a couple of turnovers on Derek Carr. So I'll take the the Ravens to win this one by four, but it's going to be an awfully tight contest. I'm actually going to take the Raiders in this one, man. I think, um, you know, John Gruden, Derek Carr, what they want to do, I think they're going to be able to push the ball down the football field a little bit. The departure of Matt Judon and, um, and, and, and company, I think at the end of the day, is going to affect their pass rush. And so, um, you know, the Raiders, they've been, you know, mixing and shuffling their offensive line a little bit this past offseason. But I think uh, they're going to be good enough and solidified enough to where they can compete and throw the football down the, uh, down the middle of the field. Um, I think Waller's going to have a great game. And I'm, I actually look forward to, uh, to, to the Raiders opening up it with a win in their home stadium. So I'm actually going to go with these guys in the score of 34 um, to, th- uh, to 31. Yeah, and, and Darren Waller gets to play his former team. He was on the Ravens practice squad before emerging into a superstar tight end for the Raiders. So I, I certainly expect it to be a good football game. And, of course, playing in Vegas is going to help the Raiders cause a little bit. But I'm still going to go with the Ravens. I can't wait to watch all these matchups, Jarrell. That's a wrap for week one in our podcast, previewing all these uh, variety of matchups. And I'm just glad that... Week one of the NFL season is upon us. I can't wait to see all the new developments, all the great games, movie-type endings that we're going to see in the fourth quarter. It's just going to be a blast to follow another season of football. 17 games this year. We know they cut back the preseason. So, Jarrell, it was a blast chatting about these week one matchups, and I'm just looking forward to seeing some good football on display. Bro, it's going to be exciting bro week one with everything that's going on in the world man uh football is definitely one of the common experience um of our of our generation right now and so i think at the end of the day this sports is going to be great for us um everything everybody hopes everybody stays healthy i hope everybody has a great year and i'm very excited about uh being able to commentate and talk about it um, and just see all the great highlights and everything that's going to be uh, upon us this upcoming year. Indeed, can't wait. Thursday night can't come soon enough. I'm so thrilled, of course, to watch my Dallas Cowboys take on those bucks. You can expect to hear from me if the Cowboys win, drill, but if they lose, I don't want you spamming me, bro. <laughs> I'm definitely dropping some gifts off in your, in your inbox, McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's all fair game. But again, Drew, I appreciate you taking the time on this Labor Day weekend on this Sunday. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend. And uh, hey, man, let's get ready to take in some football. My brother, man, thank you again uh, for having me on the show, bro. Always a great opportunity, man. So I appreciate it. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.